You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh my god. I swear every time before I go for a flight, I'm like just prepping. I'm yeah. I'm I'm what do you do? What do you go through? A mental checklist? Of- I'm mentally prepared. I make sure I've like, you know, like talked to the family and said hi and bye to everybody. Oh, and just geez. make sure. I'm sorry. You're this saying is, goodbye to people? I don't say goodbye, but I just make sure that I've, you know, like said like, all right, I'm going on vacation. I'll talk to you later. Probably not coming back. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure all my bases are covered. Wow. I'm This is the definition of being scared of something. I yeah. am scared of flying. No, I have now seen you when you yes. take those flights. Yes. Hello, this is Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extel, and thank you everyone for tuning in today. It is December 17th, 2012, the last week of the world as we know it. Yes. Because December 21st, it all goes away. So why not purchase a subscription to Fun Employment Radio now? Why not? Enjoy it now. The first week is free anyway, oh really, and it costs goodness. you nothing. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Everything the world ends, might as well sign up. And get a free week of it. So go to funemploymentradio.com slash live. Click on the subscribe button. Sign up for a week's membership, six ninety nine. First week is free. So assuming the world ends on Friday anyway. Yeah. You know, you'll uh, you get a, you get a free and week of fun. And we'll just put that out. We won't keep billing you after the end of the world. It's just, uh, it'll just be done. Well, we'll try. We'll but d- I mean, we'll try to. Maybe you know, hard to collect. Credit card machines and everything won't be working. That's true. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to we'll have to go to house to house collecting <laughs> it ourselves. Uh, thank you, everyone. Yes, for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. So over the, uh, you know, we did not have a show on Friday um, because Sarah and I, along with Many other people who are still down there. Yes. We're in Las Vegas. Yeah. Las Vegas Las for the Vegas, weekend. The city of dreams, the world of tomorrow. It was fantastic. So Sarah's referencing the airplane ride because here in Portland, it was quite windy. It was. There is a huge windstorm that was going on last night. And, um, and while planes were coming in. It, it was kind of rough. So Greg and I, since we both had to work this morning for Sportlandia, we took the same flight back last night, and Greg got to see me in all of my wow. freaked out glory. Wow. It was terrifying. Well, first we had a, a fucking layover, so we were stuck in Long which is a place you don't want to be stuck in, Long Beach, for like three hours. I have to admit, before this, I was unaware that Long Beach had an airport of their own. That no, and in, it in barely and has an airport of its own. So we're stuck there, and all of a sudden, I'm just like, all right, we're almost home. And then it's like, and your flight has been delayed for an hour and a half. I'm like, fuck, yeah. get me out of here. Yeah. And then we get on the plane, and then, you know, I'm just... Uh, so I'm like, all right, this is good. You know, it's just a couple hours home. And then the descent starts. <laughs> and Greg's just over, you know, sleeping, like, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, you know, I fall asleep on planes. I wish I could stay awake because I want to look outside the plane and see everything. Nah, it just puts me to sleep. Nope. It's so comforting and so, relaxing. Oh, shut up. And so he's, like, sleeping. And I'm on the plane, like, as as we keep, like, dropping and, like, the, w- the wings are shaking and everything's really turbulent. I'm like, oh, my God. I actually, like, hit him once. I'm like, wake up. Wake up. I cannot do this. And he's like, what are you doing? What's wrong? It's like, he's like, fine it's normal and then by the time we landed he's like yeah that was pretty bad (laughs) (laughs) i will admit that was that was a lot of turbulence it was a lot it was terrifying and the landing too i can't remember what they like the the pilot in particular called it something like and that's what we call us something something folks that was a kind of a rough landing yeah uh, yeah that was that was scary but made it in one piece and vegas was amazing 
Absolutely, it was it was awesome. So, uh, unbeknownst, I didn't look look ahead on this to know that it was this weekend because you know almost every weekend of the year there's some kind of convention going on in Las Vegas. Like I've been down there for the Consumer Electronics Show before, and then right after that is the the uh, AVN Awards, the Adult Video News. Oh, sure, the Porn Star Awards. So I've always seen kind of the crossover with that. But this apparently the uh, week or so before Christmas is Cowboy Week. Cowboy it's big, Week. It's the big rodeo. <laughs> Big rodeo in town. Which somebody had, I remember hearing something vaguely. I'm like, oh, there can't be that many cowboys. Yes, there can be that many cowboys. That's a lot of cowboys. There were a lot of cowboys, a lot of cowgirls. Yeah. A lot, cow, a lot of cow people. There were a lot of cowgirls, but they weren't like what No, they I was weren't. Expecting. I would have to say, I was I not impressed with the selection of cowgirls. I was kind of disappointed because once I found out, I'm like, all right, cowboy week, whew, a lot of angry cowboys, um, which is what I assumed it would be. Turns out I was wrong on that. Actually, most of them were really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, okay, there must be cowgirls out there too. That's always awesome. Cowgirls walking around in Wrangler. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. No, you can't go wrong with that. You can go wrong. Yeah, it was not what I expected. Yeah. Maybe we were at the wrong places. But. However, I didn't realize that I had just per- – well, I did realize that I purchased this, but I didn't realize how per- perfect they would be. So I found this amazing uh, sale on the internets when I went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on the Amazon link. I was able to find a pair of cowboy boots because I've always wanted a pair of white cowboy boots. Yeah, but you bought this without knowing it was cowboy boots. I did. No, I did, but it was a happy coincidence. I'm like, well, hot damn, here I am with my my bright white new cowboy boots. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Come in. You know, and everyone's, you know, in their cowboy attire at the airport. I'm like, everybody looks like cowboys, and I fit in. But unfortunately, the thing is, is that since they're brand new boots, they're all, you know, like leather on the top. They're kind of painful, but I de- but they're new shoes, and I really wanted to wear them, and I couldn't figure out. Yeah, you mean you're going to wear uncomfortable shoes in a place where you walk around everywhere all the time. That's all you do is walk in Vegas. Yes, but I had uncomfortable shoes that I made comfortable by a little bit of white trashiness on my part, I must say. A little bit. A little bit. So I, you know, I initially, when I got the shoes, like they were just kind of rubbing on my ankles. I'm like, all right, well, I won't do, you know, I won't use the, uh, maybe I can put like some tissues or something on the sides of my ankles. And they didn't, they weren't working. Like every time I would walk, like they, it would work for like a, a minute and then they would like shift and move. And then my ankle was like rubbing on the side of the leather again. So I decided to buy a pack of maxi pads and uh, tape those all around the insides of my boots to cushion my ankles. And by golly God, it worked. I had boots full of maxi pads, but. It was very comfortable. You had boots full of maxi pads. Clean, unwrapped ones. I just shoved them in there like little pillows. I actually saw Sarah at one point take off her <laughs> boot and out piled onto the ground probably about four or five maxi pads that she had stuffed in there. They were. So like what I did, because they're kind of looser on the top, and I wanted some cushion, but the tissues weren't doing it enough, so I kept them in their little packages things. So they were like little pillows. And I just shoved them all around in my ankles, and so help me God, those shoes were so comfortable. I did not have a single problem with them, and I wore them the entire time I was in Vegas. Well, congratulations for your ingenuity. I thought that I was a, was, thought it was a little, <laughs> that it was a little MacGyvery of me, uh, right? or creepy. Right. That could have been another word. It wasn't word, creepy. Way to describe I'm just it. saying that disturbing. No, I'm saying that it Maybe was maybe not creepy. Smart. Disturbing. No, it's not disturbing. There's nothing disturbing about like clean wrapped. Still in their packages, maxi pads. Well, they weren't wrapped because I saw one of them. When well, it came I had out to of unwrap it. one of them to wrap it around the front of the boot because that was kind of mm-hmm. rubbing a little bit too. 
So these are the boots that you spent money on that are too uncomfortable to actually wear. They weren't too uncomfortable. They're just not broken in yet. It's like they're getting broken in. Like they're broken in now, probably. But I had to, so I had to go, you know, in, in Vegas, everything's expensive. And I had to buy like a $6 pack of fucking maxi pads and uh, then bought them and just slid them all into my boots. And Why don't you just wear socks? I did wear socks, but they were it, they were just uncomfortable, and I wanted to be able to walk. Those anywhere. shoes sound miserable. That does not sound like any kind of shoe I would fantastic. want. Fantastic! I'm not wearing them today. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not much of a shoe person either, though. Well, you're not a shoe person. You're not much of a shoe person. You're not a shoe person at all. No, shoes serve a function, and that's about it for me. I'm not. I'm not like when people talk about how you know. Oh, I'm going to buy these new fancy shoes that I've been wanting. I'm saving up for them because they look so good. I feel nothing for that. It's like I when I look at shoes, I imagine it's kind of like Dexter when he looks at other people and tries to interact with like emotions. Like there's just nothing that you can fake it, and he can try to pretend like how other people feel about about emotions. So you, you that's feel how I feel about shoes. To try and like talk about shoes. Yeah, I I feel nothing. It's just a blank canvas. I don't hate them. I don't love them. They're they're, they're nothing to me. And that's how I figure Dexter kind of interacts with other people. You don't care so I'm, at I'm all like Dexter with Then shoes. why haven't you just given up? How come you don't just wear like slip on like ugly ass like Payless shoes every day? Well, no, I want comfort. I mean, I I, I appreciate a good shoe as far as whether or not it's uh, you know my feet. If, if I can't feel it, if I don't realize I'm wearing shoes, great. That's a good shoe. That's a good shoe. I don't care about what they look like. I don't care about the design. I know I'm supposed to. Yes, you're supposed to. I, well, I can understand just from societal since you norms. Fancy I, yourself a thespian. Well, I don't even know how that correlates with this. But I'm saying, I'm, if you're an actor, aren't you supposed to be self-aware? Aren't you supposed to? Your body is your temple, and you're supposed to like make sure that you know it's represented the best it can be for parts. Aren't you always like at an audition when you're an actor? Could I don't know. Okay, then go. maybe I do need to care more about them, but I don't. But I don't care. I can't make myself care. I just don't care about them. They're nothing to me. Wow. See, never sp- heard <laughs> someone speak so impassionately about or passionately. About it is. It's just that's why I can relate. Shoes. That's why I can relate to Dexter. I think a little. Well, bit. let me just tell you. I we have a friend here in the studio that I know feels more like me than like you. I know mm-hmm. that he particularly likes his shoes as well Also, takes probably, great care also has probably more knowledge than us about the end of the world coming up this week because it's his people that predicted it it is his people welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio <laughs> <laughs> the one and only Aaron Duran who is hitting his head on the microphone hello yes <laughs> as per your recommendation I know I kind of like this song I like it a lot me too it's too bad Christmas won't happen this year not for December you. 21st, Friday. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess for I'll, I'll still have it. Yeah, Aaron gets a pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you? So, Aaron, what do you think about this uh, this new revelation that Greg looks at shoes yeah, I as don't, nothing? <clears throat> yeah, I'm that kind of. I mean, I never struck you as a guy that was like, you know, follows like brands or like, oh, this is a whatever Italian shoe and this is from this designer. I never thought you was that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought you could at least appreciate. Like a like a good fitting, you know, loafer, or then a good like street shoe, then a nice boot. I well, mean, I can appreciate the fit. I guess it's more the fashion behind it. That part I just don't care about. Certain like, shoes are supposed to match certain clothing, depending on what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, and I can fake that. And also, women do notice the shoes. I know. All right, so let's. Say, I Greg, know. Do you that's just the have problem. one basic? All right, see, this is. Uh, uh, hang on, let me go with this. Do you have just one basic basic pair of like black shoes that are kind of shiny that you bought once upon a time that are your dress shoes that when you feel like dressing up, those are the shoes that you default to? I have a pair of dress shoes that are nice because I used to have to wear suits. So I have I have a nice I have one nice pair of dress shoes. You have a pair of CWFs, don't you? 
I don't even know what the church brand wedding is. funeral. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and it's one, isn't it? Big meeting. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. CWF church wedding. Uh, Got to polish up the shoes. That's that. <laughs> quite honestly, yes, that's what it is. <laughs> How many pairs of shoes do you have? I have quite a few pairs. How many do you actually wear? Three. <laughs> and then my running shoes. The poop shoes? Well, they're not oh, poop shoes yeah. anymore. That was one time there was poop on them. Fortified there. with feces. <laughs> they're, they're, they're clean of all poop now, as far as I'm aware. Um, <laughs> to the best of your knowledge, there's no To the best no of my knowledge, there is no feces on my shoes. I wasn't okay. a shoe guy until I met Jen. More, yeah. sp- more specifically, until I met Jen's sister. Who was a huge shoe person, mm-hmm. and she saw me walk into Payless and just lost her mind. She's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you and I was like, help. "Greg, I'm like, what?" I said, "I said I need a pair of tennis. Sh- I need a pair of like street shoes, like tennis shoes, whatever you call them." I said, "I need a pair of just black generic shoes that I can wear at work, or I can polish up and wear to church when I go visit mom, or whatever." Sure. And then I need like some soft, comfy shoes for just loafing around. I said, "That's it." Mm-hmm. Which means every eight months I go to Payless and I drop fifty bucks and I get all three, especially if there's a sale. Yeah, <laughs> I said, "What else do I want?" She's like, "You sicken me." <laughs> and she just like she took me, she took me nice shoe shopping. Wow! And then like, my eyes were shopping. open. She's like, "Now does the shoe call to you?" I'm like, "It's really cool." She's like, "It's speaking to you." <laughs> I'm like, well, "What do you mean?" She's like, "She's like, pick it up, look at it, hold it up, you know, touch the leather or touch the vinyl yep. or whatever the cloth it is." She's like, "She's like." Feel the soul. She's like, imagine what you'd wear with this. Where'd you go for it? She wow. says, it's still speaking to you. I'm like, yeah, kind of. She's like, okay, now you have to get it because now you're denying its voice if you don't get it. <laughs> wow. Does she work for this shoe place? No, no. She is a shoe junkie. She loves oh, yeah. shoes. Jen likes shoes, not as much as her sister. And then when Jen got her job, uh, we get huge discounts at certain shoe places. Mm-hmm. Um, then it just got even worse. Yeah. Like, I start to look at, like, oh, look, it's the 2012 Jordan. Look at the line here and how it differentiates and how it cradles the back of your ankle. And I'm like, God damn it. Oh, yeah. Wow. And, like, these Cole Han boots that I, like, coveted for months and then I finally was able to get. And they have special insoles and a certain kind of leather and... Man, Ooh, see, fancy. See, yeah. yeah, that's that's way more than Maybe I Maybe Aaron needs to take... Well, now since the gift I'm not been... taking Greg shoe shopping. Why no, not? Because I'm... No. no one's that gay. Yeah. See, I'm not. I wouldn't be a good person to take shoe shopping because I just wear boots. That's all. I have a I have a boot obsession. I do. Have a I like boots that. too. I think it comes from my desire to become a, a vigilante of the night. Okay. I judge all boots based on what Batman wear them. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think I'm joking? Well, I but know you're there's not. There's a voice in the back of my head that says, "Yeah, Batman would kick ass in these boots." <laughs> but you could also wear boots to be like a Mexican cowboy. Like, because there was a lot of Mexican cowboys there was down there. An yeah, amazing no. Mexican cowboy when we were leaving. Yeah, oh yeah, with he his had mustache. the best mustache I have ever seen. Well, Literally, course. it was that there was an, a huge inch like between his nose and his lip, and it was just thick and lush, yeah. and just all the way down. Oh, it's the south of the border, Sam Elliott. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. is. He was kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, I, pretty much South America is the only place that cowboys still exist. The, the gauchos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some here, but in terms, of, I mean, I'm sure there's some. Here comes like the hate mail. There's still yep. cowboys in America. People work at ranches. I mean, like, like the actively all year round, like working cattle ranch cowboys. Yeah, there's not that They're many. Like Argentina and Chile. I mean, because mm-hmm. the Argentinian beef is oh, so mm-hmm. good. Caballeros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't shoes. Know. Yeah. Anyway. So what we're saying now is that well, you know what? The Although shoes- the maxi pad thing, Sarah, that's weird. 
That's not weird. If you're going to embrace the trash, it is just go into the bathroom and shove your boots full of paper towels. No, I told you I tried to use like tissue paper, like uh, like toilet paper, and then I tried paper towels, and it wasn't doing. It wasn't didn't have the cushion that I needed. Okay. Then what good is this shoe if you can't wear it? Why because are you bothering paying money for this shoe? Because I could wear them. Because I figured out how to wear them. I, I paid. <laughs> if I have to see this, is the boots yet were another discounted. Reason. They were a hundred dollars. They were discounted to fifty dollars. Perhaps like, because they're unwearable. That's no, why they were discounted. Completely wearable. And then I spent I six dollars on the thing, the the pads. Hundred dollar boots. What are they? I don't remember. Oh. Where'd you get them at? I got them on the internet. Okay. Hmm. See, they're nice. They're all leather. They're really nice. You would like them. Okay. See, but here's the thing. Why would I go buy a pair of shoes that then I have to modify and figure out how I can make them wear it so I'm not in pain? Well, sometimes you do around. have to. You have to break in like a good boot. Yeah. Especially if it's leather. Break it in. Like every time I these I've, are 100 leather upper, so they're a little. My yeah, and when they're especially when it's meant to be a, a tough boot. Like my when I first bought my pair of Doc Martens, like those things hurt like hell to wear the first like month. Yeah, I've, I had some Doc Martens. But once once you break them in, I still have the same pair of Doc Martens that I bought 10 years ago. Me too. Yeah. And I love that shoe. I, and I've put it through hell. Like, it's been it's been on fire. It's stepped in acid and oil. <laughs> and it's it's been through things like it should not have survived. And yeah. it's still the most comfortable and badass-looking shoe I own. Well, I, I guess I do have a pair of Doc Martens that I don't wear very often. And then I have, I have my old They go bands. bad if you don't wear them, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you have to, crack. like... Yeah, he, you actually have to keep punishing Doc Martens for them mm. to work. And I, but I have a whole bunch of pair of Vans that are super comfortable that I love wearing. But then I get made fun of when I wear them out and about because they're too old style. But they're so comfortable, I can Wait, walk which, for do miles. You wear, in those. Do you wear when you're not a surf, not a surf shirts. Yeah, I know. I might as well at that point. No, your town and country, my shorts, my TNC shirts, yeah, Quicksilver. <laughs> and Greg, I just I'm saying this in a very caring way, but uh-huh. Greg's fashion is very 1990s. In a way, you make it work. You make it work, but I'm saying with your you feel most comfortable in your Doc Martens. From, no, I don't you know, wear the Doc Martens very it's often. Your Vans, you like you were almost comfortable in like your Vans. Vans. Yeah, the Vans, Vans, the, the I'm totally comfortable shir- in the the Quicksilver shirts. I don't have Quicksilver shirts. Okay, Craig, have- be honest. If Body Glove started making regular clothes again, would you start buying Body Glove again? Oh, yeah, I would probably try one. <laughs> yeah, I'd try one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what was the TNC? The Thriller Gorilla. The surfing gorilla. Oh, I don't remember. Because, I mean, when I was a kid, I had tons of TNC stuff in Quicksilver. What's TNC? Uh, town and country, right? What, was it? I don't think it was town and no, country. No, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. And the... Oh, my God. Did you have, like, the... What was the skateboard company? Pal Puerta? With the skull that would burst out? Oh, I don't know that oh, one. Oh, see, I had a lot of skater clothes. Not yeah. like... What about, like, Stussy? Like, that kind of stuff? No, I think... Well, Sarah, you and I are enough years apart. Mm. And plus, where I grew up, well, I probably grew up in a place a lot like you. Yeah. Shithole small towns that mm-hmm. are 10 years behind the fashion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Still stuck there. Yeah. Like my sophomore year, people were still wearing hammer pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay. I mean, there you go. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So like 93, people were still wearing, you know, salmon colored hammer pants. <laughs> salmon colored hammer salmon pants. Salmon colored. That's right. Yeah. I never had hammer pants. My sister did. But hers were like patterned. I remember they had some like they were like the pink fading into the blue, oh, like yeah. into the orange. Into and the I had lots of Google Boy cargo pants. Yeah. Oh, those I remember those. Yeah, those were oh. not fair to a young adolescent boy at his first few dances. There's no resistance. Oh yeah. Resistance There's nothing to hold back. Child. There's That's nothing true. to hold back on them Google Boys. <laughs> the whole world knows you like this girl. Whole world. <sighs> So does she. She's usually the first to know. Yeah. She frighteningly knows before you do. Oh, yeah. That's true. you're 16 and you're like, what? And she's like, oh. Ah. No, I remember when I was dancing with a boy. And, and when I was going to Catholic school and I felt the, the 
the, the bloop. I'm like, oh, is that a penis? What yeah. is that thing? Well, because the same thing. We're like up against you slow dancing. We're like, boobs, boobs, boobs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's, they're squishing on me. They're yep. squishing on yep. me. And then you feel the, <laughs> you know, uh-oh. <laughs> I got to save room for the Holy Spirit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, well, so in that way, I'm glad tighter jeans became back into fashion. Yeah. Just to curb the... Just curb. to strap it down a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. That's right. <laughs> well, I do have to say, there was a lady um, that I met in Vegas that did like Greg's fashion sense. Oh. Yes. She found Apparently, him. but you kind of screwed that up for me, but... Uh, I didn't know what I was supposed to say. I was a little caught off guard. So yeah. we were... Um, so um, a bunch of us went because Tristan came later. And yeah. so like we went to meet up with Tristan who was staying at Imperial Palace. And he had to go check in and the line was ridiculous. And they're doing a whole bunch of remodeling there. So it was just, oh, God. And it has the saddest gimmick, too, oh, in Imperial man. Palace. Yeah. That is one thing that's so much fun about <laughs> Vegas because each casino you know tries to have their own little gimmicky thing. Well, because they want you to never leave their casino. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, Imperial Palace's was they had a stage set up over by a bunch of the, the tables, and the they, gambling tables. Yeah. And it was up above, up above everything else. You could s- clearly see the person standing on the stage. It was a particular section. It was like the, it's like a podium almost. Yeah, and then the tables all around it also had the people there. Yeah. yeah, and what it was the whole theme, at least for this day that we were in there, was each of the dealers was dressed up like a classic rock icon, <laughs> like not necessarily a classic rock, but a rock icon. Like there was, for example, oh uh, uh, Billy Joe Armstrong from. Well, doesn't the Hard Green Rock day. have that like theme rooms too? Yeah. Probably. Probably, but this is a poor man's hard rock. Oh. There was oh. a there was a poor man's Katy Perry. There was, there was an Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. There was a Chuck uh, so Chuck Berry. Embarrassing. Oh, wow. So like they had they were all in their costumes doing their tables, and then, like every ten minutes, you could tell that like somebody draw the drew the fucking short straw, and they had to get up and do their performance. So like, oh, and then they made them perform. Yes. It was the most embarrassing thing. It's one thing if like all the dealers are in costume. It's kind of kitschy, but they yeah. made them perform. No, each oh, one no. Of, like every ten minutes, one of them had to go from the tables and perform their song. Well, and some mm. of them would actually sing. Some of them would lip sync. The worst, I th- well, it's, it's kind of hard to say what's worse at this point, but the Billy Joe Armstrong one had a guitar strapped around, not plugged in anything. Yeah. Was basically lip syncing and air guitaring. And sneering and wearing a lot um, of black eye makeup. I can't remember what song it was. Oh, I can't remember either. It was bad. Paradise, maybe? Yeah. Welcome to Paradise. Yeah, you're sitting there like oh, wow. Bob and clearly watched a whole bunch of uh, bo- whole bunch of Green Day yeah. videos. I can so do he the could, head bob that he yeah, does. Yeah, so you do the head bob thing yeah. that Billy Joe Armstrong does. Oh man, it was so bad. It was just embarrassing. It was it was awful. Like we walked in, I'm like, there. I please tell me there was a Gene, Sim- Gene Simmons dealer. There was. I didn't see Gene no. Simmons. No, they probably rotate them out. You probably can't do kiss. Yeah, yeah. he probably he probably charge the shit it. out of you for that. Yeah, yeah, there was a Katy Perry. There was a really sad looking Lady Gaga. Um, there was also <laughs> I can't remember who else there was a lot of, they were such bad costumes too that most of them were unrecognizable yeah. as to what they were until they yeah. get up on stage and singing I'm like what is that thing I'm like oh I think that's supposed to be Katy Perry was there an Elvis there were, I didn't well, there see were Elvis. Elvis everywhere I yeah I guess yeah because Elvis yeah. doesn't really there was a little Richard actually he could sing yeah. That guy could sing to where I felt sure it bad wasn't for him. Richard because it's possible. <laughs> oh, because it's just like the guy actually could sing really well and it's like man this is where it took you huh. Like, because he was clearly in his like, he looked about like Little Richard's age. Yeah. I mean, he was Vegas 50, and L.A. 60s. are the two places where like dreams just go to die. Like, Man, he's, this guy can sing. Too. He probably had bands at some point, and now he's singing on a podium behind a bunch of because dealers. you know that they're just waiting for that one person to walk in and be like, "Hey, I've been looking for someone with those kind of." An agent will walk. Like maybe one oh, day, an man. agent will walk in, like right when I'm singing "Great Balls of Fire." I know that's not Little Richard, but yeah. 
Well, so we walked in there, and then Tristan had to go check in. And so I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go play. They have, like, the Wheel of Fortune machines. I'm like, I'm going to go play Wheel of Fortune. Do you know the odds on that are horrible? I always win on Wheel of Fortune. Really? I won, like, 50 bucks. By the way, well, I actually went on Wheel of Fortune, too. Sarah is obsessed with Wheel of Fortune games and this fucking fishing game that they have there. The fish game. The fish game. It's just... It's just a slot machine where if you hit the right bonus, there's this hillbilly guy it's on a video real, screen. It's called Reel Em In. Okay, wait. Do you mean Wheel of Fortune as in like the slot machine based on Wheel of Fortune or that yeah. big ass wheel that you just spin? No, there's the a, slot machine. The slot machine. Oh, okay. That's yeah. different. Okay, I get it. Because yeah. I'm obsessed with the Dark Knight one. Yeah, oh. the Dark Knight one's awesome too. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah, so, we, so is Ghostbusters. There, there's that and then yeah. yeah, the fish game. I'm obsessed with the fish game. I lost all of my money to the fish game. I won Everywhere. a lot of money from the fish game, but then I lost all of it. Everywhere anyone went, it was always, well, let's go find the fish game. Let's go and play the fish game. And it wasn't just me. It was my friends, too. Everyone's just like, where's the fish game? Is like, it like the, the adult version thing. of Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. For Sarah, <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah. It's fun. So it's all these things, and then once you line up three things in a row, you get to go fishing, and there's a screen above you, and then like it, and, and then right. the fish are worth different amounts of money. Which And one of my fun. fish was $32. Yay! I was very excited, and then I gave Speaking it all of back. Gaming yeah. really quick because you and I talked about this. I don't remember if it was on the air or not. That you like to play roulette, mm-hmm. and you said you always play red and black, and that you always win. Uh, so I don't I always play check red that. and black. If no, you I only play, play red, red and black, black, you always break even <laughs> because well, the sure. colors are even money. So if you play a red one and a black one. Well, of course, I've won. I got everything back that I put it. Like one of them lost everything. The other one makes even money. Oh no, you don't bet on each of them at the same time. No, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, there's gambling. See, involved. I pictured you walking up with like two ten dollar <laughs> chips of like red and black. He's like, let it ride, baby. <laughs> no, Nibbler's no. got a system. <laughs> no, no, not that way. No, okay, uh, well, good. actually, but I did try. Okay, we'll get back to the gambling because I I got something I want to say about that because okay. I tried something. Well, new what I was going to say about uh, Greg's fashion sense. So we walked through Imperial Palace, and we sat down at the uh, Wheel of Fortune games. And of course, in, like everywhere else I'd gone, they, there'd been like really shitty game service. Like you'd be sitting there for like ten minutes, and nobody would come and offer you a drink. And immediately, yeah. this woman comes up, and she's wearing like a like a red choker and a red bra. You know, it's like barely, it's not even covered. It's like half of her bra is showing through like a V neck, like flat dress. Fantastic, yeah, very yeah. cute little girl. She's a good looking. Girl. Yeah. And so we're all sitting around. Um, there are about four of us all playing the Wheel of Fortune games. And like, she up and asked us, uh, you know, all what we wanted to drink. And she was really nice and came back and brought me my beer. And she looked at me and she like poked me and she's like, Is that your friend? And she was a uh, little Mexican lady. And she's like, Is that your friend over there? And she's pointing at Greg. Oh. And he's uh, like talking to someone else. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's that's Greg. She's like, He has the most beautiful eyes I have ever seen. Oh, nibs. <laughs> yeah. I know. Whoa. I didn't realize this was going on. Yeah. Damn. And so then she, le- I'm just like, Oh, yeah. And you know what? He's an actor, too. And she's I just like, oh, she's like, oh, he's an actor. I'm like, yes, yeah, we're from Portland, Oregon, but he's an actor there. And she's like, oh. And so then Greg ends up leaving and going somewhere, and then she comes back and Sarah over. Sarah doesn't tell me that this is going on. Well, yes. I was talking to her, and then I was starting yeah. to win, so I wasn't paying attention. The hot Mexican cocktail waitress who's fucking apparently into me. Sarah just oh, neglects Sarah, to let me know about man, that. Your wingman skills I are... Know, Sarah neglects to let me know that this I is failed. going on. And so, like, well, were you on a roll, though? I was. And uh, I'm just like... I mean... I'm, yeah, I was up like <laughs> there are rules in Vegas, nibs. I guess so. Yeah. All right. So I so I was doing that, and then Greg had left, and the, so she comes back to me, and she's like, "Oh, so so the, the, he is an actor, right?" I'm like, yeah. and she's like, oh, "Is he in that new movie?" And I'm like, "What new movie?" And she's no. like, "Is he in the Hobbit?" <gasps> <laughs> no, you shut I up! I swear to fucking god, I swear. She asked me because I said, "Can we try actor. that as your angle when you go down there?" Yes. yes. Yes, and she <laughs> and she asked me if he was in the Hobbit. You, me you said yes. I failed. No! This is it. No! 
<laughs> Sarah, screw me out of this. I didn't know what Not to say. Not only that, you screwed the entire audience out. I know. Even if Greg had... There's no way that outcome doesn't become I entertaining. Know, he I either know. bangs her because she thinks he's in The Hobbit, or he crashes <laughs> and burns because she catches him in The Hobbit lie. I oh! I didn't know what to do because I'm like, I didn't know how to elaborate because he wasn't Worst anywhere to be seen. Worst tease ever. He wasn't anywhere to be seen. I don't know how I'm supposed to keep the Hobbit thing going. I'm like, I know nothing about the Hobbit. Greg's an actor. He could have gone along. Well, he was I, gone, I and he didn't come back. Like, I don't know where he wandered off to, but he was gone for like a good ten minutes. I went to go find the bathroom. That's where I was wandering off. Well, he yeah. went to Mount Doom. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know what to. What am I supposed to do? Like, keep stringing along the Mexican cocktail? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I was running out of things to talk to her about. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh. She thinks the world's gonna end in a week. Clearly, she wants some Hobbit love <laughs> before she goes to the great chimichanga in the sky. Oh, Sarah, I've never been more disappointed. This was a, just a gift handed to me on the platter. I'm shelling out all this money at the casino on so many money, levels. It was a perfect just, gift. And she was actually saying that she was getting off in a little bit too. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I forgot. You had that. your key card with you? Had my key card, didn't lose it, have my That's, wallet intact. And she's stripper? not like a stripper. I wasn't drunk. It was the middle of the afternoon. I had like two beers. Well, you weren't that drunk. And well, trust me, my people again. are really easily pleased. It wouldn't have taken much money. No. Like just take her out to dinner somewhere outside where she works. No. And like say you're Catholic, maybe. Whatever. Yeah. And she was also shorter. I believe she was, in fact, well, shorter than Well, that's not a hard hot. thing to do. I mean, she was hot. <laughs> I am a giant among my people. <sighs> well, I didn't know what to do. Like, she asked me, and I'm just... I couldn't realize... I didn't know how to string it along. She I thought was I was like, in The Hobbit. Because she did tell me, like, oh, With you look kind of... your beautiful Middle-earth eyes, apparently. <laughs> she did tell me that you did look kind of familiar. <laughs> so... I wouldn't even have to lie. She was lying for me. Yeah. Like, she you already had it built up you in her mind. That I'm, you would just have to go, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She already has it built up in her mind that I'm some actor in a major You wouldn't even have film. to use a fake Aussie accent when she no. says, how come you don't sound... You can just say, I'm an actor. Yeah. They flew me to New Zealand. Done. I mean, I can talk longer if you want, but he's like, but I choose not to because I don't want to throw people off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You were handed a gift on so many levels, Sarah. I'm sorry. As I for just... a friend... For show content, for a little bit of both, and you just like your mind was on the fish game. I know. I'm, no, it wasn't. This was the Wheel of Fortune game, and Whatever. I was doing well. I'm just like, can you stop talking? Like you were like, I'm going trying to buy. Listen, Brown woman, I'm trying to buy a vowel here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was doing great, and then and uh, and then when she was talking to me, I finally got two spinners instead of one. Like I got up to two spinners. So she was good luck to you too. No, she wasn't because I couldn't look at it because she kept babbling at me. I'm like, stop talking to me. I'm like, just go away. <laughs> and as I'm sitting there, and then I totally, you know, if I had been watching it, I probably would have won a lot of money. But instead, she was distracting me, distracting me. That's so you lost me works. money, Greg. That's not Thanks. how it works. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I've never. Well, perfect gift handed on a platter there. Yep. And you could have redeemed every previous Vegas fail. Absolutely. With one night. Oh, awesome. hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So thanks, Sarah, for that. Hey, one. no problem. Um I didn't know that I was supposed to lie. I you mean, weren't you having just a lie. A, no. You were just she having was doing a lie. I don't know why she was talking to me. Like there were other people she could have talked to. Because I, she was interested in me and she knew that I was hanging out with you. No, but there were other people sitting there, but I guess they weren't we weren't really talking because they were all into like doing their gambling thing, but well, whatever. You looked personable, approachable. 
You were her in. You were her ticket out, too. Keelan's yelling you at were me the in the chat in. saying, Sarah, you ruined today's show for the fish game. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been content for weeks. <sighs> weeks. The fish game took a lot from me this weekend. I'm sorry it took something from you, too. I need Could to go back to Imperial Palace now. <laughs> you need to. I, I do. You know what? We still have some Romancing friends. the waitress. Yeah. There's still some friends in Vegas. We can have them run down to IG. Oh, right, Scott. Find the slutty-looking cocktail waitress from Imperial Palace. <laughs> What's Scott going to do? Greg leave was? your phone number on a lottery yeah. ticket and, and say, hey, <laughs> call the Hobbit. <laughs> Uh, well, that happened. <sighs> yeah. Well, anyway, besides that, yes, Sarah is obsessed with this Wheel of Fortune game, which screwed me out of that experience. But um, on top of that, so I uh, I ended up trying some some other games though over the weekend because we were talking about oh. roulette. So I do like roulette. I can now see. I watched it. I was at the. I was at one of the the native casinos here over the weekend, uh-huh. and I watched it for like a solid half hour. I can see how you get addicted to it. I, I didn't play, but. Like it has the worst odds on any game on the floor. Yeah, but, but if you win, it's good. Well, it's good money. Yes, of course. <laughs> but that could be said about all games, Greg. Well, true. But just watching like people place it, and at, I don't know, I could kind of see how you get into it, and mm-hmm. then watching that ball just roll around. Yeah, and they wave the hand over. No more bets. No more and then bets. you're like, okay, here it comes, here it comes, here yep. it comes. Yeah. And then it never comes. But yeah. still, it's fun. And so, but I, I played that for a little bit, and uh, and then. I was with Scott, and Scott wanted to go play craps. Scott wants to play craps? All the time. I never heard him say that All the time, once. Scott wants to play craps. Vegas so, Scott is hilarious, I got to be with way. Vegas Scott. I want to hang out with him in Vegas. Vegas sometime. Scott's a lot of fun. Vegas Scott We got to like, go next year with you guys. God. All right, yeah, so we should, yeah, talk about, yeah. Vegas Scott says inappropriate things, like hilariously, to the to the point where Lily was just like, Scott, why are you saying stuff Scott like that? Scott <laughs> It was so funny. Vegas Scott doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas Scott You don't give great. a fuck. Yeah. No. All right, but I'm sorry. Continue. So, so we went over to play play craps, and it was this table that was, I think it was a three dollar minimum bet. Yeah, it was three dollar minimum bet. Um, I, I remember that because Scott, Scott kept, kept saying, "Hey, three dollar craps, three dollar craps." <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. It was so. Funny. So, what so casino was it? Um, it was at Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Oh, okay. That dive casino the on the spa- street. As Tristan so aptly put it, the space room of Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yes. So they have dollar beers, essentially. So that's why we ended up going there a lot, and uh, and I've never really played crafts before. So the first the first night, my brother was in town, which was awesome. So much fun. I had a lot of fun hanging out with with my brother, and and um, he was trying to explain to me how to play craps, and I couldn't quite. Uh, I didn't quite understand. It's it's a confusing game to me. I'm trying no to idea. figure it out. Yeah. Because I know that that's supposedly you first, your best odds. It is. And well, it has the smallest payout, but also has the best odds. Yeah. Depending on, because if you just play past the line, mm-hmm. which is what you have to learn right off the bat, just play past the line. Don't get fancy at first. Yeah. And it's real easy. Well, that's what I was doing. So we went there and started playing and, you know, person throwing the dice was down at the end of the table it's and the shooter, the shooter, <laughs> the shooter. There we go. The dice guy. Yeah. <laughs> dice guy was throwing the dice down there. Is that that's the technical term? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the talking guy, the dealer, oh, he was yeah. uh, he was explaining to us what to do. Actually, he was pretty cool in there. Um, so he's explaining what to do, and he's just like, just put your money on the pass line. That's your best odds. And at first, I had put it somewhere else because I didn't know what I was doing. He's like, it's it, don't do that. 
He's like, do this. You're going to have a much better chance. Yeah. And, uh, well, between telling me what to do and then yelling at Scott for leaning over with his beer over the table over and over. Oh, my God. He's like, get your beer off of the table. I actually heard that. I I walked by a couple times because you guys were all there. I'm like, I don't understand what I'm watching. I'm going to go play the fish game. And, like, I I kept hearing the guy going, like, get your beer off the table, sir. (laughs) Move your beer. Craft tables, they give you so much room for your drink. Yeah. They give you a ton of room on the the edges. Yeah, we got got yelled at a couple times. Um, (laughs) But that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't just a Scott thing, too. I saw that. No, no, I did a history of getting beer on the felt. It's true. Yeah. It's yeah. true. So, but this one, this time though, I was just nervous because the whole table is surrounded by people, and there must have been, I don't know, ten to twelve people all standing yeah. there at yeah. the table, as much as you could fill it in, and and I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm sitting there like laying down, laying down the the bets, and listen to this guy, and I'm just start winning. Like I'm not doing anything other than what he's yeah. telling me to do. We're just like, oh, there you go. There's another three dollars. I'm like, all right. He's like, okay, uh, there's another three dollars. And then he starts switching it to giving me fives because I threw down a couple more bucks. Because you're adding on the pass line. Yeah, yeah. And then then I started following what this this dude to my right started telling me what to do. He's like, okay, yeah, no, I'll move it up to the next side. I'm like, uh, all right, sure enough, I win. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden I'm up off of like three bucks. I'm up like twenty five, thirty bucks, which to me is a lot. And uh, and I'm playing, and then. The the dealer, the guy who has the the stick wrangling the dice, mm-hmm. I don't know what his name is. He shoves him over in front of me. He's like, "Okay, you are you are the shooter now." Because he got because he got busted out. He crapped out. So you're yeah. the shooter. I didn't know that. Craps? I didn't know how yeah, the shooter thing yeah. works. I didn't know that it works. That it passes around the table. I thought yeah. it was always the person on the end. No, I've never understood how that works. I thought it was some dude on the end. And he always has a hot chick blowing on the dice, and then he yeah. And when you and you do it, it's called the pass. The first time you have, it's called the pass throw, and that's you're trying to establish the number that everyone that you want to hit before you hit a seven. Well, I didn't know what the hell I was unless doing. on your pass throw, unless you throw a trying to remember if you throw a seven or I think an eleven. Uh, then everyone wins right off the bat. But the first thing you do is you're throwing the pass number that everyone wants to hit, which you want to hit before you crap out. I don't know. That's all confusing to me. I've never and then there's all the so specific confusing. ones like yeah. Snake Eye. And then there's all the different numbers that have really harder odds to hit. Yeah. But you can bet on that too. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I I wasn't really sure what I was doing, and I didn't know what I wanted to roll. All I knew was he handed me the dice, and I was like, um... Okay, I guess I gotta. I guess I gotta throw the dice now. Oh, this whole table full of people are all go, staring boom, at me. They lean it. Oh yeah, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But everybody's banking on me for whatever they want to get. Yep. It all depends on how I roll the dice. So, well, if you're a new shooter, you're an unknown too. Are you good luck? Are you bad luck? What kind of? Are you an odd thrower? Are you an even thrower? How are you gonna throw? Oh boy, that's a lot of pressure. It, it was a lot of pressure. It was scary. Did you buckle so under I'm pressure? I'm standing there and I'm. I was Did on you? the side of the table, and so I had to throw it to my right. And did you throw it overhand? The first thing I did. Um, I don't know. I just threw him down there. Long I was like, I just got to get rid of these things. I got to get rid of them. And I threw him down there. <laughs> threw it too hard. And one of them landed in. And one of the dice die just goes, bloom, flying down the casino. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Flying past this guy. And I'm like, oh, sorry. I don't know what oh I'm doing. Oh, my God. You're embarrassing. I didn't even <laughs> wow. know that you did that. I'm I didn't know that. It's probably a good little Mexican girl. She went like, oh, geez, no. And she'd have oh, walked no, away. Hobbit. Well, you got to learn no. sometime. I've never played. I don't gamble. Like, well, that's not my you know to keep the dice in well, the table. Well, I didn't intentionally throw them out of the table. All you got to do is get past It was a, a weird distance. angle, and I just wanted to get rid of them, so I chucked them down there. All you got to know is you bounce off the back wall. That's it. I Not the realize back wall, this the now. I know that now. But so, so then. <laughs> Did they you mock know, you? No, he goes, ah, oh, that's all right. No. Just don't throw it so hard. And so. Yeah, somebody's asking, was that an automatic loss? It just doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. Yeah, it just, just doesn't count. You have to yeah. do it over. So I grabbed it and I, I threw it down and I did end up I did I hit it off the I hit it off the wall, although at that point, I'll explain that in a minute, I didn't know that's what I was supposed to do. 
hit off the wall, and all of a sudden everybody starts cheering. Like, yeah. oh, all right. I guess I did, did something good there. Yeah, it's oh good when God. it hits the wall. It's better luck. Well, no, not just hitting the wall, whatever the numbers were that came up. And I was so nervous, I wasn't even paying attention to what numbers came up. I was just like, oh, everybody's cheering. Okay, they don't hate me. All right, keep then going. You probably roll a seven, <laughs> which you only want to roll when you're throughin' for the first pass number. You roll a seven on the pass throw, that's a big win. That's every, You are then everyone's friend. I was everybody's that. buddy at that point. Yep. <laughs> so the thing is, I kept rolling. I ended up rolling, I don't know how many times. 25 times yeah. I mean I was just Going and going That's pretty good However Uh oh Two times more I threw it out of the Out of the ring You did it more than once <laughs> Three times total <laughs> I was drunk This was like Oh I don't even know What time of night this was I've been drinking For a long time Yeah that's what The pit bosses and call a tell When you're throwing the dice They're like okay Keep an eye on the short one yeah, well, I wasn't squirrely. scamming anybody because I didn't know what the hell I was no, doing. No, no, they just know that you could become a problem later because you've been drinking. Well, yeah. Or they can take my money. But so then I, I got nervous about it. So I was like, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to get yelled at. And so I would just like chuck them down there and I wasn't throwing them far enough. And that that's when, so the dice guy, the dice guy with the big stick that wrangles the dice, he wasn't getting that mad at me about the throwing them out of the ring. He got pissed off though that I wasn't throwing them hard enough. To bounce off the back wall. Yeah, because uh, that is a way to cheat. Okay. Yeah, I think they knew I wasn't cheating because yeah. clearly. They're trained for that. That's a way to cheat if you just lightly throw them. Uh, it means you've got them in your hand a certain way. You've readjusted you them. Yeah. And if you let them go lightly, that means you're like, you can throw a dice a certain way, because especially the casino dice, you can throw them a certain way. Once you get good at it, you can mm-hmm. be like, okay, it will spin exactly four times before it hits. I'm going to up my odds of it landing a certain way. You can never guarantee how it lands. Right. When you do it lightly, then the the guy at the desk and the pit boss will just assume you're tacking the rolls. Right. When Dude. you throw it hard enough to bounce off the wall, that randomizes it. I heard, I, when I was eating brunch, I shit you not, I, there was this table of these really old weird men who were yeah. just all talking about gambling and they were talking about craps and they were saying, the key to it is not let it hit the wall. I remember hearing them say that and they're like, throw it yeah. lightly but have it not hit the wall. They don't, he's like, you, you're allowed to do it. They don't want you to because they know that you can win that way but, yeah. they don't, but you can do it. Yeah, you don't have to hit the wall. You've got to pass it. You've got to throw it past a certain point but if you throw it lightly enough so it doesn't hit the wall, there's a belief that you're, you have somewhat control because you're controlling the huh. spin of the die when it flies out of you. Well, this guy definitely They don't didn't like it. Yeah, he did that. not like no. it because that's what he warned me about. And I, I told him, like, I'm sorry, I just didn't want to throw it out there again. He's like, I don't care. Throw it out there. That's fine. We'll fix that. Hit that back wall. And so I was like, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> okay, he's pissed. Yeah. And he had it. Yeah. It was some guy with an accent, too. So he was scolding me with a heavy <sighs> accent, and it was... Scary. So I started. <laughs> <laughs> and it was scary. So it was time to chuck him again. So, so I chucked him again. And that's what I, uh, yeah, I ended up knocking him out there a couple more times. But yeah, I rolled the dice for like 20, 25 times and everybody's cheering and Had excited about drinks. No, that was oh, okay. Well. This is the thing that I didn't understand. So my knowledge of craps is A, there's always some <laughs> fancy dude at the end with a hot chick who's blowing on the dice and then he rolls them. Because I've seen this in movies, and then yeah. B, whoever rolls makes everybody money by rolling the dice. Well, you you tip him or you buy him a drink not or something. Th- Greg, not at the three dollar table. Oh, well, see, I was like, man, I just made because there was somebody down there at the very end. There's this dude and girl who were betting big twenty five dollar chips, and which is yeah. big to me. I mean, they were betting. I don't know how much they were throwing down, but it was a lot more than I was, and they were making money off of this yeah, thing because they're paying more than just past the line. They're probably playing the odds and evens, or they're yeah, playing, they're playing combinations and well, and throwing yeah. down twenty five dollar chips and yeah. and so you know they're making some pretty good money on that. It's like, well, maybe they'll 
come down here and tip me for, for doing so well. So no. I finally got to my end of the At the $3 craps table. <laughs> you I made a money. at the $3. Yeah. As you said, when you're like, and I was up $25, which is a lot of money to me. In Vegas, that's nothing. Yeah, I know. Please they tell me were up were, hundreds. Please tell me you were, you were tipping the dealer. Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, were, yeah, I, th- I, threw, I threw a buck towards him. I didn't know what I was doing. Every time you won? No. Oh. Well, Nobody else was. The shooter, you... <laughs> Well, I don't know what if I'm you're doing. Waiting big you every can't time, scold you should me be, you should and be, shame me for hand, not knowing. I'm explaining. I don't know what I'm doing. When he slides over the chips, the shooter, you're winning enough back. You should be like, here's a buck. You should be kicking, and he'll do the he'll do the whole. I up. don't know. How am I supposed to know that Scott unless somebody Daly, tells me? I think me. that's Scott Daly's fault. I think he should have told you. I, Scott didn't know what he was doing either. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Scott knew craps. No, he doesn't. I thought he was a poker man. Only. No, he doesn't. Oh. Yeah, he was He was learning it too. I didn't know it He was learning people, through my mistakes. <laughs> I only, believe it or not, I learned craps through Lara, through Rick's wife. Oh, yeah? We stayed up at one craps table for seven hours. Wow. We, yeah, we started at uh, 10 o'clock. We left around 4 a.m. Like the same table, we went through two dealers. Like at a good crab table, like you form bonds between everybody at that table. Eventually, you're all hammered too, and you just start trash talking. Like eventually, the pit bros bat in a new dealer, basically, and we're just like, "Oh no, here!" And like, and it was Lara and I, and like seven black men, <laughs> and we're all calling the new dealer like the white devil. He's gonna ruin our game, and how dare the he? The white devil. Yeah, yeah. That was the <laughs> night that Lara and I became honorary black men. We were told that like we were welcome in the club from now on because we were winning them all this money. And oh my god, <laughs> we should have gotten in so much trouble. Like we're all, everyone there is hammered, and we're all saying things that you should not say. Oh especially yeah. Especially around different racial groups, like it would be awkward. Oh yeah. And one, and, like I even like dropped the n word in a drunken slur, making fun of the new dealer. And I look over to the guy who wanted to be called Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> like he said, "You call me LT." I'm like, "Like Lawrence Taylor? Fuck it." And then I look over, and as soon as I said that, I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. He's like, fuck that shit. I'm Irish. I don't care. Roll the bones. And he, like, rolls it again. And oh, my God. Where was this? Vegas. Okay. Years ago. Why yeah. would it not be in Vegas? <laughs> so craps is fun. <sighs> it was stressful, is what it was. <laughs> no, but but I did walk away. I walked I away with a little bit more money. I the vacation time was supposed to... Did you, walk, did you come home with more money? What? On the trip? No. Okay. Of course not. <laughs> but for that moment... For that moment, I made a little bit of money off of off the three dollars I threw in. Mm-hmm. You know, I walked away with like twenty five bucks. So yeah, whatever. That's big money for me. Yeah, I was I was happy. With There's that. one. I forgot where it's at. There is one. I think it's at the Circus Circus. They have a quarter crabs table. Really? Yeah. Well, I you know can the play downtown that all night. Like Fremont, Fremont, I know has has much cheaper <laughs> tables, but I didn't end up going there. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's craps to me. It's stressful, although you win money, mm. and people don't tip. <laughs> Unless tip. they know they're supposed to. Well, no, nobody, nobody tipped me. You but technically I tip should tip every time you win, and well, then when you leave the table, if you leave a winner, you tip even more. All right. Wait, see, I didn't know. I've never even played at a table. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Yeah, like I don't blackjack. I don't gamble. I, yeah. So I know blackjack to tip because I've I played that before. I mean, and I did tip the guy, but I didn't know I was supposed to tip. Didn't every you and Scott time. play like one hand of blackjack? No. Uh, oh yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went down. Blackjack could be expensive. I'll say like $20 minimum tables and stuff. Yeah, I played at a $10 minimum one, and Scott and I both sat down. We were the only people, and it was this chick bartender. It was one of the ones, this was at Treasure Island where chick. they, where yeah. they well, well. She was a chick. She was like a no. bare underwear. Yeah, it was yeah. where they're wearing like the oh, bikinis yeah. and all that stuff. So we're like, oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yo, we'll play around a blackjack. That's a mighty yard dealer. So we threw down the 10 bucks each, and, and she deals out the cards. Instantly, she gets blackjack, just takes her money. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Wait, right. Did she well, show, did she show an ace face up? 
Uh, or a face card? Uh, no, it was a face card. Oh, okay. Yeah. She got blackjack. Yeah, yeah, well... I mean... Was it an insurance table? Well, if she didn't show an ace, it wouldn't have mattered. She wouldn't have offered you insurance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? No, I do know what you're okay. talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do know what you're talking about. Okay. I know, I, 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 know, Scott, I know how to play blackjack. I right. saw him and Scott... Like, uh, Jessica and Heather and I were all, like, playing... There's a, there's a super extra big fish game. And so we were playing the fish game, and then... Uh, the ocean Greg, game. It was the ocean game. And then Greg and Scott are just like, we're going to go play a hand of poker, and then... They came blackjack, back, like, yeah. the blackjack, yeah, yeah. They came back literally like 15 seconds. I later. sat at that table for yeah. probably about 15 seconds. Blackjack is fun, but it's <laughs> freaky how fast it just goes. Like, uh, I'm done. Oh. Yeah. It's just and gone. Like, ah, well, I'm not, I'm not putting any more money on this thing. So, yeah, I, did, I don't play many table games. Yeah, well, I don't uh, play multi-table, multi-deck blackjack anyway. Yeah. That's bullshit. And most tables are multi-deck now these days. Mm. Like that huge row and they mm-hmm. just, yeah, no, fuck that noise. Fuck that shit. <gasps> well, you know what? Someone who... Uh, lost a significant amount of money was Tuggy <laughs> on Saturday night. So he got in and promptly his wallet was stolen. <laughs> Pickpockets are abound in uh That's in Las why Vegas. I'm so paranoid about my shit. Like I have my cross yeah. purse and I like have it cinched up really tight and I'm like, I don't care if this doesn't look cool. I'm like, nobody's yeah. getting into my fucking bag. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Tuggy Unfortunately, like some, so he got caught in some kind of scam thing where some girl was talking to him and then oh. next thing he knew wallet completely gone got tag teamed he got tag teamed yeah because he said like she, she was there and she had like a couple friends with her and they were kind of standing behind him and then next thing he knew he couldn't find his wallet yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's totally dorky i keep my wallet in my front pocket when i go to vegas oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh i'm super paranoid about that stuff yeah, yeah i keep everything zipped up maybe he'll be buckles. a chain wallet man from now on yeah that's why that's how you don't get it stolen it works pretty good that and I don't leave it places. That's why I, I have a chain. I left my I lost my wallet like three times and finally I was sick of it. I was like, damn it. How did this? I, it was funny because I've lost it three times and every time it's come back to me, usually minus the money, but whatever, I get my cards well, and all that, that stuff yeah, back. Yeah. And uh, finally I'm like, like, this is dumb. I clearly am not responsible enough to not lose my own damn wallet. So now I have a chain Well, the it. weird thing is with Tuggy is that he never, like he said that he hasn't cleaned out his wallet. He hasn't done it in a long time. Yeah. But he said before this trip, he said they just had a weird feeling. He's like, I'm just going to go through and take all the shit that I don't need out of my wallet. So I guess he had like hundreds and hundreds of dollars of like gift certificates and car- like gift yeah, cards yeah. and stuff. So all he brought with him to Vegas is his ID, uh, his credit card and his debit card. And yeah. that's it. So they got the wallet and he, he hadn't taken out very much money. So he was able to cancel the cards and then he's getting his passport shipped to him. So he'll be fine. But yeah. It was that was kind of crappy. Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah, but he's like, of course, he's like absolutely not phased by anything. Well, You're partner- just like, oh, it's all right, partners. <laughs> I'll figure out what to do. Yeah, like okay, buddy. The tugs will find a way to keep drinking. Don't you worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> Tuggy will figure it out. It'd have been worth it if she'd have given me a handy out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that pretty much sounds like it. No, it's tr- <laughs> I can't. I can't argue with that logic. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Well, should we do our birthdays really quick? Yes. I think we should. Yes, I believe we have a couple. And then I want to hear Aaron's thoughts about uh, the impending end of the world on Friday. That is true. Yeah, yes. he, well, you should have more inside information than the rest of us. Well, he does. He's on the, he's in the I inner do. circle. Yeah, it's called the, the yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let me pull this up here really quick. I just want to make sure that I do the on correct. The brown, the brown message. The correct birthday wish. Well, I do have one okay. to yeah, start off with. This. Yes, first of all, happy birthday to Will, who him and his wife Ika have come in before to um, hang out with us. So it's Will's birthday. I, I believe it was uh, this past weekend, but since we didn't have a show on Friday, we weren't able to do it. So, awesome. happiest of birthdays to you, Will. Happy birthday, sir. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. And we need to say happy birthday to Abby. So Abby and Carolyn? Yeah. Have both, uh, they were at the listener party. I think we've all met them before a couple of times. Mm-hmm. They're very, very cool. And it is Abby's birthday. Abby. Abby's birthday today. So, Abby, happy birthday. I don't know if you're in the chat right now or listening live, but wherever you are, I hope you have a happy birthday. Happiest of birthdays, Abby. Yay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hey, Abby, I don't know if you know this, but Greg was in the Hobbit movie. <laughs> yeah. It's too it? late to use that now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can use it again next year when the Desolation Slog comes ha- out. You got two more movies to pull this off. I mean, you could don't lose this gift. Yeah, but this was just right there. She was already talking. Yeah. About, I didn't even have to do anything. But she wouldn't have. Like you were gone. Like by the time she would have probably gone to a different section and never come she back. She would have been back. back. She would have been back. It's an unexpected journey. There and back again. A nibbler story. <sighs> You know what? There was actually there was one more birthday over the weekend, like a literal birthday. Whose birthday? Uh, James and Courtney have a daughter now. <gasps> that is yes! true. Yes. On a Saturday evening, Charlotte yes, was born. Yes, that makes me so happy. She's big and too. She's like eight pounds. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, and Courtney, I bet she's going to be tall, Probably. considering how tall they both are. Yeah. Friday night, James says. Oh, Friday, Friday night. Okay. All right, well, well yeah, I guess so. Because right, yeah. Well, then let's have drunk Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Sing their baby daughter happy birthday song. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. Happy birthday, little Charlotte. Woo-hoo. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. That's start so drinking. Cute. I know. So, <laughs> now, yeah, now, James, just let me know when Courtney can start um, throwing back some beers again. All right. I think she wants a post baby shower so she can. <gasps> That's have what we talked that makes about sense. Once, you know, yeah. a post baby yeah. shower. Yeah. She's like, fuck, I don't, you guys can all sit around drinking. She's like, I want to be able to drink with you. It's like, done. Got time yeah. to make up for. Yeah. 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 That'll be fun. Absolutely. So, all right. So, we were talking before the show about, uh, you know, all the all the craziness going on with the. <sighs> The end so of de- time. December twenty first, yeah, supposedly the end of the Mayan calendar. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, why is this not true, Aaron Duran? Because um, of science and, and things technology. and things like that, of uh, which the primitive Mayans were actually quite good at, um, considering the technology of the time. Their their knowledge of science and the heavens and the passings of seasons was was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. The Mayans actually have two calendars. They have one. They basically the scholars call it the short form. And the long form. And the short form was essentially a yearly calendar. Kind of think of it like Benjamin Franklin's Farmer's Almanac. And so they would plan hunting and and harvesting and war season. They actually planned when they would go to war because so much of their war was based on religion. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually would plan that out. And that was a short calendar. Every year they would plan out like, okay, next year, this is when we do that. This is when we do this. But then they had the what's called the long form calendar which dealt with the creation and, and, and life and the passing of the planets and when big things were important and yeah. when you wanted to do entire paradigm shifts within your culture. And that is what technically, to some people, comes to an end on December 21st, 2012. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> when you read about Mayan culture and you study the long-form calendar, the, <laughs> the writing of the long-form calendar people that are crazy and that are into crazy conspiracies stop reading when it says the cycle ends on December 21st, 2012. 
There's a sentence right after that that says, <laughs> and we begin the new long-form calendar. It doesn't actually end. It's cyclical. Yeah. It starts up again. That, that That's the nature of the Mayan society. They were not linear. They were cyclical. Everything loops on itself, mm-hmm. and you rebirth and start over, kind of like how life works. It's not this binary start-finish culture. Mm-hmm. So if you keep reading about the, quote, Mayan calendar, keep reading about it. Because after December 21st, which is the winter solstice, which, which many... Is it is every year. Which correct? many... Yeah, and they're yeah. like, but, but, but on December 21st, 2012, like the sun and the earth and the moon and all these planets, these certain planets, they line up. And the gravitational pull, and that's why it's going to be worse. We're, okay, spoilers. It's called the winter solstice. They line up every year, December 21st. <laughs> That's why we call it a solstice. Is that why it's a solstice? That's why it happens amazingly the same day every fucking year. <laughs> so, and mind you, like, no one in Mexico or South America or anyone that's remotely biologically related to the Mayans are following any of this. Yeah. Except when white people go down there for vacation and we can sell them bullshit Mayan apocalypse trinkets. Mm-hmm. Or... People can sell specials on A and E. So, what do people think is going to happen at the for the Mayan apocalypse? I know like, some people that think. Yeah. I know some people that think the Phantom Planet Nibiru will appear <laughs> on the other side of the planet and cause a massive instant gravitational pull and rip the planet to shreds. I'm sorry. Did you say the Phantom Planet Nibiru? Yeah. Yeah, Google Nibiru, and you will be amazed at what comes up. Okay, Nibiru Aaron. or Earth to collide with Nibiru on December twenty first, two thousand twelve. Yeah. Now, as a storyteller, I love the concept of Nibiru. As someone who likes to tell fanciful stories, I love the idea that we have a phantom, like, mirror universe version of our planet Mm -hmm. that's on a collision course with us. Because that's a fun story. It it sounds like it's from Star Trek. (laughs) Yeah, or it's a really good fucking comic book or story. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, on Nibiru, everyone has goatees and, you know, because we're, (laughs) whatever. Yep. (laughs) The evil planet. Yeah. So, as a storyteller, I love the concept of Planet X or Nibiru. And, you know, these ancient aliens that have ruled, and they're coming back. Oh, I love ancient aliens. Yeah. But in the real world, that's all bullshit. There is no phantom planet called Nibiru. Now, there's weird stuff out there that we don't know about. Mm -hmm. That's what's exciting about science. What makes something a phantom planet? Is it something that's, it's like cloaked right now that we can't, seriously? Yes. What's great is you'll go onto web, because there's, because there's Google space, all right? Mm -hmm. And Google space is connected, they work with NASA and they show pictures of space or whatever. Supposedly, oh there are quadrants that have been blacked out by the government, what? by the world, by the Bilderbergs, oh by the world government. No, who know that it's coming, and it's better if we just get wiped out without knowing about it, other than the panic that would ensue, ensue where the government's were to say Nibiru is coming. They're just glitches in the telescopes. Yeah, or they're, they're not they, perfect. <laughs> they, so, I think that's giving a little bit too so much credit. So they're like, that's where Nibiru's at, right there. That black spot in space, that lines up perfectly with our alignment. That's where Nibiru's coming from. Here's a little history. There's also, we also have a second <laughs> sun, apparently. Oh, is it going to sec- come out from behind the other sun? There's also a belief. It'll be a super sun. Yeah, there's also a belief that we have a second sun. And where would the second sun lie? Uh, it actually is in a... Because of how our Earth spins and our rotation on the sun, it is actually part of the Jovian system, which is Jupiter. Jupiter is almost its own little solar system unto itself because it's yeah, that's so true. big and its mm-hmm. moons and stuff. Yeah. There's people that think that it's a, it has its own sun. Mm-hmm. And, that the- and that once it pulls out of its own alignment, 
the poll will bring it apart. And it's been confirmed because in 2010, the Arthur C. Clarke book, when they ignited Jupiter, they called it Lucifer. And it's, I mean, if you go down this rabbit hole, you you have to be sure to go into it with a clear head, knowing that you just want some interesting stories. If you go in there looking for answers, yeah, you go down this rabbit hole, you will find those answers because your mind wants to find them. Mm-hmm. But you're never going to get out. What? Because you start well, taking things from life and try to put put in the pieces. Like, yeah, oh, you start to see fits. it everywhere. Yeah. I mean, well, for anybody who believes in Nibiru, here's a little history on it. At least according to Wikipedia, the idea was first put forward in 1995 by Nancy Leader, founder of the website Zeta Talk. Leader describes herself as a contactee with the ability to receive <laughs> messages from extraterrestrials from the Zeta Reticuli star system through an implant in her brain. <laughs> she states that she was chosen to warn mankind that the object would sweep, sweep through the inner solar system in May 2003, causing Earth to undergo a pole shift that would destroy most of humanity. However, now it's been uh, adopted for 2012. Yeah. Yeah. This is like that the, the end of the world that I, I I forget even when this was the the biblical prophecy guy. Which who, one? Oh, the uh, was who took out the billboards yeah, saying like said the, the rapture year and stuff. How like everyone just kind of whittles it down to whatever. No, day. it was a spiritual rapture. It wasn't a physical one. He changed his mind. Oh yeah, yeah. And then after see, here's the thing: every decade, eventually, you'll have someone who says they have found insurmountable proof that the apocalypse is coming. Mm-hmm. They're wrong every time. Every biblical scholar that is into uh, apoth- um, apocryphal or revolutionary end times Bible study is absolutely convinced, if you believe the Judeo-Christian re- uh, revelations, that Jesus is coming in their lifetime and roughly about here's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, this has, been pre- this has happened since the beginning, the founding of the Judeo-Christian faith. Every single person who has said that has been wrong, <laughs> although they are absolutely convinced that this will happen. Yeah. And I think we just get, like I said, I enjoy it from the storytelling aspect, but I don't believe any of it. Mm -hmm. I like studying the Mayan culture for for multiple reasons. I enjoy studying it. They didn't think the end of the world was coming. So They saw it as a cycle under the rebirth, but they didn't see it as the end of the world. So what these people are saying, though, is that something's going to happen. They don't know what it is, and it's going to happen at some point on Friday. Yeah, the, some like people it has to do with planets. And probably. then some people will tell you like we're well we're just going to go through a spiritual awakening or a spiritual change or we're not. We're going to have the winter solstice like we do every year. Mm-hmm. And the only bad things that might happen is because from people that are so whipped up in a fervor that they will cause things bad to happen. Yeah. Well, maybe that's when the aliens will finally speak to us. Who says that they haven't? Well, they'll be revealed, <laughs> revealed to the masses. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Or they'll you, finally is, prove that Bigfoot is. Mind you, this is coming from a guy, like Greg said, mind you, this is coming from me, a guy that actually thinks there might be a Bigfoot out there, <laughs> that thinks there is, a, there is the possibility of the Loch Ness Monster, oh, and is freely open to the concept of something after death. Dude, I accidentally- Okay, so even I am like, you guys are full of shit. <laughs> so- I have to tell you, speaking of Bigfoot, I accidentally on the plane ended up watching like 20 minutes of an episode of Squatch Hunters or whatever that- Yeah. yeah. Finding, finding Bigfoot, yeah. Sarah. Yeah, Please. my God, that show is awful. It is so awful. It is bad. There's man. nothing good about. I just couldn't stop watching it, and Bobo kept thinking he heard screaming squatches. Clearly, it's a and baby every squatch time up there. Like, you I got hear juvenile a noise. squatches. Oh God, juvenile squatches is so awful. Yeah, so Bobo was trying to find the juvenile squatches, and I just couldn't look away. I'm like, this is terrible. It's amazing. And I knew nobody seen next. I'm just like, this is this is awful. Does anyone want to? Yeah, no, this? it's this a, is awful. It's yeah. like I like bad paranormal shows. That's bad, man. Clearly, finding, f- hunting. What's it called? Hunting Bigfoot or finding finding Bigfoot? Bigfoot? That's a bad show, man. 
And I've watched it's very squatchy shows. in here. It's a bad show. It is uh, anything uh, that, squatchy is not an adjective. Squatchy, is, squatchy is now. It is now an adjective. It's so not. I don't know. I mean, it, it all makes perfect sense. Well, they know what they're talking about. Bobo. Perfect production. Oops. What is this? I, oh, I don't know. I found it sounds like Bobo. Oh. This is, a, this is a spoof. How dare they? Mind you, I'm I the was guy looking that for the Finding Bigfoot trailer. There's somebody spoofing this on here, calling it Finding Bigfoot trailer. How I'm the guy who's watched like the Dan Aykroyd paranormal shows, and oh, he's yeah. out of his mind. Yeah. And even that is better than hunting, searching for Bigfoot or whatever. <laughs> Squatch hunting. Squatch. Yep. So everyone of 2012, stop. Knock it off. Yes. I'm just being dumb. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do anything? Unless, exciting? of course, you think the world's going to end, then please write everything into me. Please write, you know, give me everything. You can write a check to me, just write cash. Yeah, no, I That's will take over name. all of your worldly possessions. Mm-hmm. I And you know what? If I'm, It's clearly you're right and I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. What harm is it? Sign everything over. Mm-hmm. We'll get someone to witness it. And then you enjoy your ascension and I will, whatever. Yeah, like Write it all off to me. I'll take it. Yep. Yep. Oh, I wonder, we should have a special show for Friday. Because who knows if it's going to happen before or after our show. Hopefully we'll get at least one last show in. Well, I hope so. Yeah. You know, I'm assuming. We plan on broadcasting through the apocalypse, mm-hmm. so. I mean, Technically, we'll the here. solstice doesn't happen until at night. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. All right. Yeah. And it's the longest night of the year also. Ooh. That's, again, that's because it's the solstice. and mm-hmm. doesn't But that every... rarely happens. This yeah, is, it, it only happens every 364 calendar. days. Yeah. All right, well, I know this is a little <laughs> off topic, but I've... So I was driving here today, and I heard this really ridiculous song. Okay. I just kind of feel... I feel like maybe we should cleanse the palate a little bit. So I had listened to this song. I was, I was flipping through stations. My God, radio stations here are terrible. Have I have I told you uh, this? Radio stations everywhere. Yeah, yeah no, everywhere. I just... It was just awesome. I pretty much only listen to The Brew. Yeah. Like, that's it for regular music, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. No, I listen to... Uh, of course, my K103, but right now it's all Christmas music, and I wasn't really in a Christmas music mood today. Yeah. So I'm flipping around, and on one of the, like, like party station hit good time fun day, and uh, they were playing some song, and, and what they were calling this, they're like, and this is from the biggest band in the entire world. It's their new hit. I felt like I was listening to, like, 90s radio. I'm like, is that new kids on the block? Have they reunited? Yeah. That would but, not be the biggest. Yeah, that. It'd be yeah. pretty big. No. It'd be pretty big. Not really. But there's this band, and... I don't know if you guys know them. It's no. that band. It's called One Direction. Have you ever heard of them? One of them's banging Taylor Swift, apparently. Has Isn't everyone every, fucked yeah. Taylor Swift? I was yes. going to say, it's about time where, and now I legitimately think I have a shot with Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah, I think like yeah. Greg and I can, yeah, yeah. Like, guys, we should be in line. Have a shot. You have a shot. Everyone with a pulse has a shot yeah. at the Taylor Swift vag. Yeah, she kind of weirds me. I remember years ago when I met her when she was at the radio station, she was wearing more yeah. makeup than anyone was I it? have ever seen. And isn't her shtick like the wholesome country girl? Yeah. Yeah. She's out slutting it up. Yeah, that's no wholesome country hole in her. Yeah. Been a lot of strange in there. Anyway, so. A lot of feed. Yeah. <laughs> so there's been One Direction. So I'm listening to this song, and I swear to God, I thought it was a fucking parody song. So basically, it's the song by One Direction I had to look for because I couldn't figure out the name of it, but I finally found it. And it's called. The Little Things? Have you guys heard of this? No. no. And what it is, I think, I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to execute. I think it's trying to sound cutesy, but really it just sounds like a string of insults for somebody. And I just wanted to kind of play a little bit for you and see if uh, okay. what you think it sounds like. All right. If that's okay. Are you guys ready for this One Direction? No, not really. Actually, I, 
Here comes already, the sun. I can tell you, I already. This is hate all it. in black and white, and they're all sitting on their acoustic guitars. Yeah, I already hate this. Yep. No, they're all like sitting there. They're feeling it. And he's gonna swim in poon too, man. Don't uh, don't think about I that. I know. Fits in my oh my god. Just for me. Yeah. But bear this in mind, it was meant to be. <laughs> and I'm joining up the dots with the freckles on your cheeks, and it all makes sense to me. It kind of sounds a little slow. <sighs> All right, let's continue on. Maybe that's why he can only date women that have dots. No, you've never loved the crinkles by your eyes when you smile. You've never oh my loved God, this is awful. your stomach or your thighs. <gasps> I know you never loved the crinkles by your eyes. I know you never loved your stomach or your thighs. This is a song. Okay, well, no, I mean, okay. Mm. All right. Idea. The dimples in your back at the bottom of your spine, but I love them endlessly. I won't let these little things slip out of my mouth. Oh my god. I won't what let the- these little things slip out of my mouth with all of no. the imperfections, her dimply back and I'm not sure what he's talking about. Crow's that. feet, eyes, okay. and thighs well. and stomach. Alright. But if I do, it's you. Oh, it's you they add up to. I'm in love with you. And all these little things I don't understand this Okay, I actually I do understand what they're doing Okay, okay. well <sighs> Let me just play this one next line And then this is the one I was in my car And I was driving And I heard this And I went Are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is There's a line about her Trying to squeeze into her jeans <laughs> It's right here okay. You can't go to bed Without a cup of tea and Maybe that's the reason That you talk in your sleep And all those conversations Are the secrets that I keep Though it makes no sense to me How much longer? I know you never loved The sound of your voice this On the gruff sleep guy? You never want To know how much you weigh you still love to squeeze into your jeans, but you're perfect to me. You never want to know how much you weigh. You have to squeeze into your jeans, but you're well, perfect to okay, me. Here, this is romance. Yeah, no, I know what they're doing. I know what they're doing. Their execution is bad. It's the, I know, basically what they're saying to their girlfriends or whatever is like, look, I know you have, you don't see yourself as beautiful when you look in the mirror you only see the imperfections but I only see the woman that I love see where no it's not I don't even think it's that that in deep I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt man I'm saying they want to sell some records so they're singing to the fat chick saying yeah we'd we'd, we'd do you see looks like we'd actually do you we're telling you, I hey, know you're not, not attractive. A bit of a fatty. Maybe I know you're fatty. Wrinkles. <laughs> but we here, we would still have sex with you. So now they're all going to go buy their album. You know, we got some kind <laughs> of cheese in that ass. I'd still hit it. That's all it is. They're singing to young girls who, who find themselves unattractive, so that they can sell albums to them. <laughs> who it's kind of genius. Romantic song yeah. with wrinkles around your eyes, with stomach and thighs. You never want to know how much you weigh. You have to squeeze into your jeans. This is a horrible song. I actually, I was in my car like, are you fucking kidding me? And then it just continues on with the same stuff. That was basically the gist of it. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's fucking horrible. But, yeah, I, they're, they're going to sell some albums. Yeah, no, they're going to, yeah. 
They're going to get some backstage passes out of that. <laughs> and the gruff one, that's the one that's a... Uh, he has a beard, doesn't he? Or no, he, has he doesn't have a beard. His face doesn't match it. That's the one that's banging Taylor Swift now. Oh, well, because she likes a man. <laughs> oh, this is the gruff. Do you know how much you You still have to squeeze into your jeans, but you're perfect to me. I'm surprised they don't even just go it's okay, blatantly. Fatty, I like the cushion. You got a great personality, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all right, fatty pants. You have to squeeze into them. You don't need to be thin to give a blowjob. This is enough. I know. You keep yeah, swallowing and I'll okay. ignore them wrinkles. Exactly. <laughs> God, seriously. I won't let the little <laughs> things that are wrong with you slip out of my mouth as your fat ass is squeezing into your jeans with your wrinkly face. Love One Direction. Yeah, these guys shouldn't be so Sorry, right, Edward's saying that I'm not supposed to get it. Think of teenage girls that are obsessed with Twilight. Yeah, exactly. you're not, I mean, yeah. <laughs> exactly. These, these guys should not be singing about women yet. Oh, no. They no, don't, the, they don't have the proper experience. That's right. Yeah. When the one woman in your life who's seen your penis the most is still technically your mom, <laughs> you shouldn't be singing about the imperfections of women and why you love them so much. Maybe. Just... Once your mom's no longer... Once she's outnumbered by those who have handled your junk, you know, then maybe you can talk about the mystery of women, but you're not quite there yet. It is weird to see a bunch of prepubescent boys singing, like... Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Well, I guess that's probably how, you know, people, you know, when I was younger, like looking at Joey McIntyre, who was nine, being sexy for new kids on the block. <laughs> he was nine? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And he was singing, please don't go, girl. Oh, oh yeah. Unpleasant. Yeah, it's, it's a little wrong. Yeah. And it never you works the other one di- of these people. And it never works the other direction, you know. There's never going to be, like, a girl band filled with, with women, like, girls that are, like, under 16. Yeah. Oh, no. That would never no, happen. No, the never. closest was Britney Spears, who was 17. She was at 17, wasn't she, when she... Maybe she was 16. She was 16 when she started, but and like that was she, creepy. Yeah, that was considered really creepy, yeah, to think that she was hot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was... I thought she was like 15 when Hit Me Baby... When I, think I don't think so. I think she's yeah. older than that. Are you sure? Yeah. Hmm, okay. I'm going to keep that in my mind. Well, see, anyway, the reason why I, liked, <laughs> why I like Donnie Wahlberg and Jordan Knight is because they weren't calling me fat when I was a little kid. They weren't just like, hey, I, I love you, even though you can't squeeze into your jeans. <laughs> what kind of phrasing is that? <laughs> they just told me, please don't go, girl. It would ruin my whole world. And just how much they loved me and how pretty I was. Like, it's totally different. Right. Mm-hmm. Which means they wouldn't. So, just, just, they just, so they just had a no fatties rule. <laughs> <laughs> At least they didn't sing about it. Well, okay. <laughs> These guys are number one in the country, huh? In the world, really? <laughs> Apparently, they're they're up for um, uh, for some I don't, I don't bullshit know, some, like, world award, award. Yeah. yeah, Billboard or People's Choice. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow, wow, that Even is a fun maybe kind of crooked. Maybe the twenty first is the right time for the world to end. If your this shit is the shit that's out. popular, I think that uh, I think maybe it is time. <laughs> <laughs> Loki thinks that one of the missing lyrics is uh, "I love your muffin top." <laughs> <laughs> muffin top could have been rhyming with something. Yeah. Baby, I think you're so hot. I like your muffin top. <laughs> wow. Makes me all hot and bothered when I'm hitting you with my flop. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> muffins are delicious, muffins and the are tops delicious. are the best part of them. It's, it's true. true. It's true. Yep. Elaine Bennis thinks so. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't think of them as muffin tops. Think of them as flesh handles. So you don't lose your grip. You can hang on to them like they're a tilt-a-whirl. And just spin them around. Spin them around. Or those those bouncy things you used to buy when you were little kids. Oh, yeah. Bounce that they on use them. Yeah. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. And that the little pogo ball thing. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. It had pogo a handle. Balls. 
In the romantic montage when she's out mm-hmm. you know, on the date. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <laughs> Sorry. Over that one. <laughs> Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget this holiday season, if you are in the Portland area, to go to Sorrell's. Sorrell's. I'm actually going to go there today. I'm going to go there uh, later this evening. Cool. I'm going to yeah. go. I'm to get some of my Christmas shopping done. Because I didn't realize it was like a fucking week away. <laughs> like a week from tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of oh, yeah. spaced that. I need yeah. to do that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sorrell's on 37th and Hawthorne, right across the street from the from the Baghdad Theater. Go there for all of your holiday shopping. Whatever it is you're buying, however big or small, you will find something there at Sorrell's. Um, Geek in the City. Yeah. Wednesday? This Wednesday. Yeah. Geek in the uh, City. I don't know what we're going to talk about. We might just do a regular. Well, I think Keelan's going to review Django Unchained. Oh yeah, Django Unchained. Yeah, yep. I know he went and saw that. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't know what we've got. We'll probably talk about because they just released the new start, the actual theatrical trailer to Star Trek this morning. Oh, really? Yeah, nothing really new. Okay. I mean, nothing new revealed. It's a lot like they just, just expanded like the on. Thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'm um, jazz though, man. It looks cool. All right. Awesome. I'll have to look that up then. I'm disappointed I didn't see it. Yeah, it came, like like two hours ago is when it dropped. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. That's pretty recently. That's pretty recent. But yeah, Sorry about um, cock bucking you, Greg. Yeah. That was an accident. I know. I really didn't a know where you went. What am I Mexican supposed to say? A Mexican cocktail waitress He's a, who's walking the... around in a bright red bra, basically her boobs hanging out. Yeah. What am was I supposed to me. say? Red looks good on our people, He's in the too. bathroom. He He's might or might not yeah. be pooping. He could be back in like 25, 30 minutes. He's not pooping. You could have just said he'll be right back. Yeah. You don't have to say what he was doing. Oh, I'm really bad at this wingman thing. You are terrible at this. You really are. I start to talk about body movements. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. He make a caca? <laughs> I wait. You, you could have got taco kisses. Taco kisses. Damn it. All right. We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> with more Fun Employment Radio. Taco. Eins, zwei, drei, roll.